When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to the Drinking Bros Tomahawk edition of the MLB Major League Baseball Playoff Preview Show with Nick Swisher, brought to you by MyBookie.com. Get off the couch and get into the action. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Welcome to the show, Nick Swisher. How are you? Fellas, talk to me, guys. It's good to see you guys again. What's good? Oh, man. You got a lot of energy, and I'm going to give it right back to you here. Uh, we're going to start with the Yankees because you're, you're one of the most beloved Yankees of all time. Um, look, D'Anthony and I were supposed to be at the game yesterday. We had to turn the car around. We had to turn the car back around halfway through the drive once the lineup came out. And Aaron Judge was sitting on his last game of the year. Why is the question, especially when he was going for a triple crown? And, and because they have five days off since they're the second, yes. second division team. Yes. I don't, I, that didn't make sense to me, to be honest. But. but also, I think he started like 56, 57 games in a row, which is almost unheard of for the New York Yankees with the way they do load management. Yeah, but he so could DH, I, right? He could DH. True. I think that's, those, those are lower on the total pole. Then when it comes to, um, I don't even know what just happened right there. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. Look, uh, yeah, it's totally fine. It could be a Herschel Walker sitch where it's like, hey, we got another kid, Nick. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> no, listen, man. I mean, he broke the record. I think there was a lot of stress he was putting on himself. I mean, listen, there for a second i was nervous if he was going to be able to get it done or not especially with all the walks the whole nine mixing and matching so i think after he hit that home run he deserved a well a wells deserved day off yeah he needed to relax a little bit ease the mind get himself ready for playoff baseball in the bronx well it's uh you know this is the best the yankees have been i think in a while there's still some questions about the the pitching staff but the the offense has been clicking pretty well lately they look good yeah, they look good. They look good, but hang on, real quick. I just want to finish this one. Freddie Freeman had a shot at a batting title yesterday. The Dodgers have the best record in Major League Baseball, and he played. Well, the guy who won the batting title played, and he was one for one with two walks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so what was it, 0.024? But still, Freddie Freeman played. They didn't rest him. Oh, no, I'm talking about in the American League. Yeah, yeah, in, in the American League. But why not have Judge go for the triple crown if it was you? 
would I mean, look, you know how important a triple crown is and how rare it is. Would you personally have gone for it yesterday? I, I mean, I, I don't think Judge had a choice in whether he was going <laughs> to play or not. I definitely think he wanted to go for that triple crown, just like any athlete would. You want to go for that. But listen, at the end of the, I mean, this has been a crazy season, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, you know, kind of a, an emotional roller coaster. But for him to be able to put himself in that position to win that triple crown, those are things like th that's storybook stuff, fellas. Like that stuff doesn't come around very often. So yeah. to be able to be put in that position could not have been more proud of him. He's been unbelievable this year. Now also, continue to do this in the playoffs. Also, the best dude. So I don't know if you remember yeah, when he hit yeah. a 61st home run to, mm -hmm. to, you know, pass Ruth uh, and catch Maris. He just kind of casually trotted around the bases, said hi to everybody. Then they had a walk-off at the end of the game, and he was way more excited about the walk-off than he was his own personal accomplishment. Yep. And that's why the Yankees would be out of their fucking mind not to resign this guy and give him whatever money he asked for. Especially because he looks like he was a fucking Yankee designed in a lab. Seriously. Like, yeah, that's what you... Yeah. Like, that's what you... When you think of a New York Yankee, you think of, like, Casey at the bat type of dude. Like, he's I mean, just he's, a giant slugger. He's like he's like the uh, the beautiful mixed-race Mickey Mantle we've all <laughs> <laughs> always wanted. And to be honest, I didn't expect... I knew his mom was white, but I didn't expect her to be that Midwestern white. You know what I mean? Yeah. She well, looks he, like... He's adopted. She would be your mom. <laughs> he's adopted. Do, you, do we know if no, he has I, a brother? Uh, I don't know, actually. Because imagine if you're some gimpy brother, right? Let's say you're Bob Judge. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> not you, Bob. Right, right, right. Dave normal, Judge. Yeah. Da Bob I mean, Judge. Bob. And it's like all of a sudden your parents adopt this Adonis who looks like he's carved in marble who just broke the home run record. They're two like be a long life. They're two chunky Midwestern kids with big, <laughs> yeah. big ankles. And then all of a sudden it's six, seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, he really did. I mean, you're right. He has. He's done everything on the field, off the field. He has done everything that the New York Yankees have. Asked him and more. Oh, yeah. Do, with you. I think you do what Patrick Mahomes, you slide him a check and you just say, hey, how much do you think you're worth? Because if you look at the overall total, it can't be much more than Mike Trout's making a year. And how much is Mike Trout making a year? I think he makes what, 37 or 38. Yeah. yeah. So you give him seven years, maybe eight years at 38 a year. We're still not talking about like five, uh, half a billion dollars. Right. You still have to go with the AAV. You can't get too crazy when it comes to that. Yes, Scherzer makes 37 and some change. I, yeah, I think uh, my guess is they're going to – whatever contract he gets, wherever it is, it's probably going to be a 10-year deal. With mm -hmm. the, the last two will be mutual options probably, right? I mean, that's how they're setting these deals up. These so days. an eight-year deal with two mutual options? Yeah, basically yeah. the same deal that fucking Michael Harris just signed right. although way earlier in his career. I think it's the same deal that Acuna signed a couple years ago as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we move on to the playoff preview here, Swish, what's your what's your gut saying? Does he remain a Yankee or does he go somewhere else? Oh hell yeah! No, he ain't going nowhere else, man. If, if I hate to say this, but if there is a team that he could end up in, you saw the shirt that he had on the other day, yeah. New, New York or nowhere, right? Yeah. It's so in my mind, it's either the New York Yankees or Stevie Cohen and the Mets, one of the two in my mind. So. You know, I think if you're looking at this, you know, us as the New York Yankees, we've kind of put ourselves in a rough spot. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of teams coming to get him. Mm. And there will be a couple managers that will overpay. But at the end of the day, do you want to be Robbie Cano? Do you want to sign a monstrous deal and go to, well, Seattle's in the playoffs now. It's a little different now. Yeah. Like, vanished off the face of the earth, if you think about that. Oh, yeah. Oh. He loves being in New York. He loves being in the mix. This is his town. This is his team. So in my mind, I know 
And I, or I have a great feeling that Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, everybody from the New York Yankees will do everything in their powers to make sure he stays in the pinstripes. Well, look, he's going to be an angel, and we will never hear from him again. Good oh boy! Um, Just for baseball sake, <laughs> yeah, for baseball sake. Let me ask you this: Does he win the MVP? Because there's been some talk about what Otani has done this year, both pitching wise and He's, hitting wise. So, in terms of history, Otani is the first player in MLB history to qualify for both a pitch ERA title and a and a batting title. Correct. He's a qualified hitter and pitcher. No one's ever done that before. So, how do you measure the two against mm. each other? This is one of the hardest <laughs> MVP debates you could possibly ever have. I think I think Judge is going to get it this year because of the magnitude of the record, right? Um, but in any other given year, somebody was at, somebody said this on, uh, I don't know if it was Ravage or somebody else on Baseball Tonight months ago. Basically, any year that Otani plays, he's a front runner for the MVP just because of the nature of the things he does, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the judge probably wins it this year, and then Otani wins it like the next two. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, because yeah. every when, other year the judge doesn't win. Yeah. Like so, yeah. like, when he's, when he's throwing up, what, five to seven war. Uh, batting and then some something similar pitching mm-hmm. the fuck I right know. I, I mean the one thing I will give to judge on this year though that is overlooked and it actually goes back to your point about him being like a good team guy or whatever yeah. this is his first year playing center field like he took a lot of extra defensive load and played really well and I think he ended up with more wins above replacement than Otani by like, oh, yeah, by yeah. like he, two he, so he leads him, yeah. fuck it yeah. Give it, give it to Judge. Yep. I mean, it's. But by the way, you're not just giving it to him. Like you're like, holy <laughs> shit! You just had one of like the greatest seasons of all time, and you guys, you guys think there's a debate on who's going to win the MVP this year? Listen, what Otani does year in and year out is out of fucking control. It's unbelievable what that man is able to do on a day in and day out basis. But the fact that you're talking about a six foot seven center fielder that put himself in contention up until the last two days to win the triple crown, he. I mean, if it wasn't for Schwarber going off, hitting home runs that last week of the season, he would have had, what, like 20 or 20-some more home runs than yeah. the next yeah. closest He still finished like, 16 ahead, I think. That's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of control. Yeah. So to see what he was able to do, not only offensively with the power and the RBIs, but the batting average as well. The big guy can put the barrel to the ball. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. well, amazing not, to not watch. Just... And he's a gold glove center fielder. So yeah. listen, I rest my case, yeah. bro. Aaron Judge, MVP. Should have got it in 2017 as well. So mm. congratulations, oh. Aaron, on your second MVP. That one was egregious, yeah. giving it to fucking Altuve. I know. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> Especially absolutely when crazy. he's wearing a fucking buzzer under his shirt. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know, one more thing on Judge to the team thing. He's... We're in the stretch run, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going for this fucking record. And over the last month of the season, he got walked 30 times. He got walked more in September than he did in any other month when he was chasing the record, mm-hmm. right? Which means he didn't sacrifice the team and getting on base for his own shit. Yep. Like, you have to pay this man. And I, just this, too, I just looked this up. I want to see the split. His batting average with men in scoring position, 40 points higher than bases empty. Wow. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, when this cat gets himself in big, big situations, watch his demeanor. Watch his calmness. Scoring this position in two like, outs. 
405 average. Yeah. Good it's Lord. It's not just a flash in the pan. Like these, these are things that this kid works on day in and day out. I'm able to see this mm-hmm. on a very intimate level. So to see the mental preparation that has gone in to this sort of season, this is no fluke. Mm-hmm. This is not just something that's just going to pop up. What makes that 10-year deal sound great about a guy like Aaron Judge is he will always have power. Mm-hmm. He will always have something that no one else has. And that's the ability to hit a baseball 500 feet. So maybe late in his career when he's not hitting as much average, look at what Albert Pujols did this year. Mm-hmm. I think he had 20-some 20, 20 home runs. I mean, come on, bro. Like, if it, if it wasn't for the juice that he brought to the ballpark each and every day, I mean, him, Wayno, Yachty, I mean, Goldschmidt and Arenado were going for the MVP. I mean, it was great to see what a guy in his 40s could still do. Tom Brady's doing it. Yeah. Albert Pujols is doing it. It's a beautiful thing to see. Well, ho- hopefully Pujols didn't bring too much juice to the ballpark, if you know what I'm well, saying. You know what I'm saying? Wink, I mean, that sort wink. of energy, bro. Yeah, no, I got you. I just wanted to clarify here. Clarify, bro. Let's move on to the actual playoffs that are starting tomorrow. We'll start with you, Swish, and then go around the horn. Uh, Rays versus Guardians. Who do you got in this series? Uh, you know what? Uh, I tell you what, it has been a magical season uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. Obviously, the first year of the Guardians, it's amazing to see what they've done. Uh, I mean, listen, to be able to be part of that organization uh, at the end of my career mm-hmm. was amazing. Right, right before they really, really hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to see what they're doing right now is absolutely amazing. I, I, I tell you what, the, the reason why I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays is that they are battle tested. They know how to play in the playoffs. They are good in tight games. So to be able to see the Rays go up, it's going to be tough. It's in Cleveland. But at the end of the day, I got the Rays taking that that wild card series and getting ready for a matchup with the New York Yankees. D'Anthony, who do you got in this one? Um, I'm taking the Guardians, actually, or the Indians, as they're appropriately called. Uh, so, <laughs> was it their land? Here's no. Here's here's why because they this is the team that most reminds me of the Braves two years ago, right? Okay, when they got clipped. Uh, well, actually, even three years ago in 2019, every you just kind of felt like. They're not quite ready yet, but the, all the pieces are there, right? Because they have a great young team. Like half their team is 24 or younger. Mm-hmm. Um, they have good clubhouse leader in Jose Ramirez, who's, by the way, one of the best hitters in baseball. And they have, True. in my opinion, uh, the best closers in baseball are uh, Edwin Diaz and fucking Emmanuel Clase. Like they're, oh, it's 1A, 1A and 1B. And when you've got a bullpen like the, the Guardians have, you can reduce. We've seen it in the playoffs a million times. It's why. Uh, fucking uh, Mo Rivera and, and Wetland together in the 90s and then Mo carrying it on later on was so goddamn dominant for the Yankees over, over time. Like, if you can reduce the game down to six innings like that, mm-hmm. the, you've got a better chance, I think. And look, the Rays play... The, they play Rays baseball. Yep. It's all, like, situational analytics. They play the game tough. They, have, they usually have good pitching. Right? They do this year, too. I mean, Yeah, I mean, they, they, they do. But I, I just think this, this Cleveland team is extremely excited and i think that that matters for something okay what about you bob you know i think the rays are a little disappointed the way last year shook out they should be disappointed the way every playoff season (laughs) shakes out yeah they're the fucking buffalo bills of baseball it's it's, or i guess the the 2010s and 20s braves of baseball right (laughs) but yeah man i I just like the way the guardians look and and i like that the guardians were kind of in a fight all year for the division and where i i don't know it feels like the rays kind of cruised under under the radar i like the rays i just yeah i i I agree the guardians give me big uh braves vibes Mm. even last year's braves vibes to an extent um yeah and it's at home 
It's all all in Cleveland. Yep. So right. I'll take the Guardians. Gotcha. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Rays on this one. To me, the Rays are like the Blair Witch Project. Um, it's a gritty, independent mm-hmm. team. They have no money, <laughs> and they keep making the big show every single year. And they always manage to get right around the ALCS, mm-hmm. right there. And uh, I think they'll be there again uh, just for no other reason than they don't have any money to spend on this team. They've always had to depend on each other. Uh, and it's just a solid team all the way around. I think the Guardians are great, but I think they're a year away. Well, that's what you thought last year about the Braves, too. It is. And it's, if true. It's, the, it's true. The, the difference here is... If it was a five-game series, I would probably pick the Rays because after, uh, after Quantrill and their rotation, it goes downhill fast for Cleveland. So I think they're going to – the Yankees will mop it. We'll get to that in a minute, but I think the Yankees will mop them up. But in this series, in a three-game series where they can throw their best three arms, all mm-hmm. sub-three ERA guys, all tough dudes that pitch deep in the games, we'll see. Okay. This'll be a, this is actually one of the – this is the, the wild card series that I'm most interested in just to see how good – if Cleveland is as good as I think they are. Ah, this is a fun one. Uh, my, my most one uh, that I'm interested in is the next one. Phillies, Cardinals, Swish, who mm. you got? Classic. No, bro, Cardinals, bro, hands down. Dude, <laughs> for all the reasons that I said earlier in the show, listen, everything that Pujols is doing, Wayno, Yachty, you know, the season that Goldschmidt and Arenado have had, I mean, like, and it's been so much fun to watch bringing Jordan Montgomery over there. He's been absolutely fantastic. So, listen, man, I, 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 in a three-game set, uh, I mean, anything can happen. But, I mean, I'm definitely, my, you know, I, I feel like it would be a storybook ending uh, to see the uh, – um, the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series. Seriously, yeah. they, they've got some weird, like, the devil magic juju yeah. on their side. They've always had that, by the way, yeah. somehow. But now it's even worse because you've got three of the most dominant people at their position for the last 20 years retiring in the same year. Like, all right, watch out. And beloved in the city. Like, that's the like, city yeah, loves God. these guys. That, like, that's, yeah. that's like getting in a, in a, in a, like going back into the ring with Mike Tyson for his final fight or something. Like, all right. He's <laughs> no, definitely not Nobody the Mike. Nobody wants Mike no, to lose, bro. No. It's, like you, it's definitely not the Mike Tyson I, I once knew, but he's going to come out without any regrets and try to fucking murder <laughs> me. <laughs> Who you got, Bob? Uh, man, this is actually an interesting matchup. The Cardinals are way, way better of a regular season team than the Phillies are. But, I mean, Wheeler and Nola up front as the one and two starters, I, I think you're going to see uh, at least one late-inning comeback from the Cardinals. Uh, I love the Phillies lineup. Schwarber, Harper, uh, all, all those guys. Uh, Real Muto, everybody. I like mm. it's, a, it's a good lineup. The defense is terrible. So you're probably going to see... At least one game, probably coupled together, where the Cardinals have like a crazy comeback in like the seventh or eighth inning that is like half heroics and half Phillies slapdick defense. Um, I, I, it's got to be the Cardinals at home, but I think it goes three. I think I do think the Phillies are gonna are gonna take one because the, the, their first two pitchers, like Nola, was fucking insane this year, mm-hmm. and Wheeler's very good. Um, my guess is it Cardinals in three on this. Yeah, one. I, I think that's probably right because they're gonna see. They'll see Ranger Suarez in Game Three. Yeah, and he's they the the Cardinals have never seen him before, but they hit about twenty points higher against lefties than than they do against righties. And think about who that is swinging those bats. It's fucking Arenado and Goldschmidt and Albert fucking Pujols. Right? Yeah, just good luck. Yeah, the, the one the one thing I'll say about the Cardinals that gives me a little pause is that I, there's I know it's Wainwright's last year. Hooray! I don't worry. Like their starting pitching kind of sucks. Like it's not good, and Helsley uh, is maybe hurt. Something mm. happened with Helsley, uh, their closer. So 
it's going to be it's going to be a tight series because the Cardinals don't really have good starting pitching and the Phillies defense is god fucking awful. Yeah. Mm. Uh and I'm with you Swish on this one. I got the Cardinals just because of the juju on the team. I think it does go 3. I think they continue on and yes, it would be a storybook ending if they got to the World Series and won it with all three of those guys and then they all walked off into the sunset. Obviously as a Braves fan, I definitely don't want that to happen. <laughs> And I hope we crush their dreams at home. Uh, that would, Nothing would make me happier in this life. But in this series, I'm going with the Cardinals. Next up, we got the Mariners back in it. For what, 20 years, 21 years at this point? Griffey was there? No, no. Griffey no. was gone. Oh, he was Ichiro gone. Was, it was yeah. Ichiro's rookie season. Rookie season. Okay, think, right? yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was at the Red. He was in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Mariners against the Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays got a fun young team, man. I love watching these guys play. Who you got in this series, Swish? Yeah, I think uh, – I, I really think what they've done in Seattle has been absolutely fantastic. What a fun series to watch. I mean, Julio Rodriguez, I mean, holy shit, that kid can flat out play, bro. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen him, like, working out, but he is – jacked bro too yeah. so to be able to see what he's done as well as the rest of the squad it's been absolutely amazing listen there's a reason why they are in this position they've gone out and got some amazing pitchers castillo ray done a <laughs> tremendous job for them but i think their journey ends early this year i think this series in toronto one of the toughest places to play in my mind i mean like you said they've got such a fun young lineup they are a battle-tested team in that al east division which is absolutely fantastic but in my mind doesn't really matter who wins the series anyways because you got to play the Astros next. But if you're asking me who wins, I think the Blue Jays are going to win this series in three. Okay. D'Anthony, who you got? Uh, I think the Blue Jays may win this in two, to be honest. Um, like, they, their starting pitching is quite a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no I, – I don't think there's any deep postseason experience on the entire Mariners team, and it matters. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you see teams – that's why we say things like it seems like a year early because usually you want to see a team get in there, fucking you know, get dirty a little bit and then figure out what it means to really play under pressure. And I don't think the Seattle team has that yet, to be honest. Yeah. What about you, Bob? Uh, you know, I wanted to go with the Blue Jays because I kind of thought that was interesting, but I I like the Mariners starting pitching too much. I like uh, uh, Castillo and, and Robbie Ray. Mm. Uh, Robbie Ray coming back to play the Blue Jays, who he uh, won the Cy Young with last year, right? Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of wanted to say baseball's cruel and the magic ends early for the Mariners fans, but I don't know. I kinda, <laughs> I kinda, I'm kind of, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling the Mariners here. I'm going with the Mariners. Well, Castillo's leading it off. Uh, he's pitching tomorrow. Yeah. So if he shits the bed, I think this series is oh, over. Oh, for sure. Uh, in my heart, though, I'm not a big Mariners fan. Uh, never have been, never will be. Don't really like Seattle that much. Uh, love this young lineup for the Blue Jays. All these kids are bangers and mash out there, dude. And I want to see them continue on. Uh, I actually enjoy this team, and I'd like to see them go to the next round. Uh, next up, we got the Padres at the Mets. I know who I'm rooting for in my heart, but who do you think is going to win this game, Swish? This yeah, series. Listen, uh, I think in a three-game set, I'm taking the New York Mets against anybody, anytime you have the chance. Even though it didn't happen against your Bravos last weekend, <laughs> which I saw that sweep. I was there for the Friday night game. It, the, the atmosphere was absolutely electric. 
but they're back at home. You got DeGrom and Scherzer doing their thing. You got Edwin Diaz shutting games down. Lindor's been fantastic this year, as well as Polar Bear Pete. I think they are very disappointed in how the season ended. So I think they come out this series with a vengeance. Mm. I think they win this series in two. Yeah, we'll see if it broke them or if they're going to bounce back. I mean, it sucks that um, Starling Marte is not in the lineup. He's kind of the gel for that lineup. Yeah. And um, also, an, like a, an incre- he's their best base dealer. He's an incredible fucking defender as well. It sucks. But if you give me three games with DeGrom and Scherzer pitching two of them, I, it's hard to bet against that. It is. Uh, Swish, what about uh, if Tatis actually played? How much of a difference would that have made in this series? Yeah, you know what? Listen, I mean, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? I mean, we can all play that Monday morning quarterback. I mean, obviously, he's a game changer. He's a once-in-a-generation sort of talent. Uh, but he's not on the field. And, you know, obviously, we're not going to see him for a little bit now. So move on, bro. I mean, like you said, next man up. I think they're, they're a little disappointed with him over there in San Diego now. I'm hoping he learns a lot from all this stuff, man. He's still young. He's got so much to look forward to, man. I just hope he takes his time and learns a little bit from it. Same, same. I'll, I'll say this, though. Musgrove, Darvish, and Snell have been pretty fucking good this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All three of those guys have been elite this year. So anything can happen. The Mets' biggest problem is that they can't score fucking runs, man. They right. go, it's, yeah. they can, but in some situations it's nice to have a guy like McNeil who's always going to or or even Canna or some of these other guys where they're always going to make contact they don't strike out a lot put the ball in play they get a lot of fucking low exit velo hits that are annoying and shit but the Braves have uh uh hit home runs this year right mashers dude yeah. mashers and yep. that's like you look back at any of these legit championship teams that were championship teams over the course of several years and they're not fucking punching judy hitters like the the cardinals in the 80s won one Right. Yes. And it was you had the Royals. That's the only team in 2050. That's the yeah. last one to even do it, and that was like a season of fucking mystery. It was. It, it was, was and, a weird season. And when they made the World Series in 2014, like that was their style. But people forget they actually like Hosmer and uh, their center fielder Lorenzo Cain and a couple other dudes. They were actually oh um uh, uh what it doesn't matter. Uh, they were all hitting bombs. Mm, like yeah. re- weirdly, they got really hot power wise. And that look, year. the the Mets can certainly do that. It's not like their lineup doesn't have home run hitters. I mean. I, to be honest, I think uh, Nito should be out, and that Francisco Alvarez rookie should be catching for him the whole time. That's my personal they're opinion. Cat, they're, uh, they, might, they, don't, they have like a, a, a dead person. Yeah, N- like Nito, it's, it's, he, he hit like 170 this year or something like that. You, in the playoffs, you can't have it. His defense, like, I understand that it might be a low-scoring game, and you got two of the best pitchers in the league, and uh, whatever the fuck you want to catcher in there, but you got to fucking score runs. Yeah. Uh, Bob, who do you got in the series? Uh, you know, DeGrom hasn't been that great his last two starts. I think the Mets, it's hard to bet against pain for the Mets and Mets fans. So I'm going with the Padres because the Padres pitchers top three have been pretty hot lately. Musgrove and, and, um, Snell, especially. I mean, you Darvish has like what a two fucking 15 ERA this year or some crazy shit like that. It was was pretty low. I mean, I, I kind of think that the Mets without Marte is, that's a huge loss. It's a, it's, he's like their, uh, uh, three ten ERA. Uh, anyways, yeah, he's the he's the fucking gel for that team. He is. He's the ignition for that for that lineup. And I kind of this is probably going to be the tightest series. Like this series is going to be white knuckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would hate to be a fan for either team in this series because I will just be breaking I w- shit. I wonder. Uh, I don't have an answer for that. Wow. Yeah, you don't have an answer for that. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I sure don't. 
Swish, Swish, did you watch? When Suri comes on in the middle of a podcast and says, I don't have an answer for that, when you're talking about the Mets and Padres, if you're yeah, at home. That's what I was thinking. He said, a- DeGrom has two bad starts, bro. One of the greatest pitchers on the planet, mm-hmm. two bad starts. You're bailing on my guy DeGrom already. I'm, I'm and then out, Suri yeah. says, I don't have an answer for that. I love it. I don't that's either. It's like an Inspector Gadget while it's going to self-destruct and blow him up. Yeah. Right? I yeah, wouldn't bet on this series then. Haven't you noticed over the over his past couple of starts that Max Scherzer's arm looks a little tired the same way it did last year when he fucking came into that game against the Braves after he went in relief? Yeah. Like the other day when he pitched against the Braves, didn't look good. I mean, the results weren't terrible or anything, but he, he looked not like Max Scherzer. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's just like whatever, the humidity in Atlanta or something like that is fucking weird because he throws sinkers and, and cutters and shit like that. Maybe that's what it was, but his arm looked tired to me. That's what was the, that was what bothered me about his start that day. Uh, Bob, who are you taking in this series? Padres, Padres or Mets? Yeah, You're Padres. taking the Padres? Yep. Uh, I'm also going to take the Fathers as well. Uh, I think that collapsed at the end of the year. Mentally, I, I'm telling you, I think that that is a big advantage for the Padres where yeah. it's like, dude, you don't blow a 10-and-a-half game lead like that. Well, they just did it last year. I, I know, and I think they'll have an early exit, and I think it'll go three. Uh, and I agree with you. If Scherzer has to go that third game, uh, well, he, he'll go he'll the go second game. game. Too. You know, he, well, he's starting uh, the first game here. So, oh, well, then oh, he's only ever going to pitch one game in this yeah, series. So that's it. Games, yeah. okay. You don't think he'll come in in three on the third game? I don't think so. No, there's only one day off. So that would be like, what, two days rest? I don't think there's any days off. Is it three no, in a row? No days off. Yeah, yeah, there's no days off this year. Yeah, so, so one day rest do you, is not going to happen. Do you bring him in in a no. tight game? Let's say it's you're in the no. third. No, no because Madison even Bumgarner did it, bro. Madison sure did. Bumgarner's sure country strong, right? Like Bumgarner <laughs> is just a. He was also 24 years old yeah. and not 38. Yeah, like Bumgarner's not a human being. Like he's just a farm animal that pitches baseballs. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping the Braves pick him up in the offseason, by the way. Yeah. Bring him back home. He's from North Carolina. Yeah, he's fun. Bro, he would fit great in that yeah. locker room. He yep. would be absolutely tremendous in yep. there. He sure would. You know, how funny would it be to have, like, stoic, kind of hillbilly, angry Madison Bumgarner with all of the fucking crazy Latin players on the brace, sword <laughs> <sort of laughs> chopping and shit all the time, and, and Bum's like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you see Bumgarner in her radio, bro? Like, oh, yeah. Back in the dugout, bro, just chopping uh, it up. That would, that would be that. worth it. It'd be the me. best. It'd be the absolute yeah. best. I'm all in on that. But uh, I'm with you on this one. I'm going to take the Fathers. Uh, let's move to the next round. Uh, obviously, the Yankees are in that. Uh, TBD against who they're playing, obviously. Uh, does it matter for you, Swish? No, I, I tell you what, if it's if it's the Cleveland Guardians, which, you know, I mean, obviously half the table thinks it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, like you said, I think the Yankees are in a great spot right now. Obviously, winning the division was huge, giving them those extra four or five days off, giving guys like Benintendi maybe a shot to get back in the lineup. I'm not quite sure. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are still banged up a little bit, but to be able to get those kind of three, four days to rest yourself a little bit, get ready, I think they're going to come out of the gate strong. Garrett Cole's been fantastic. Broke Ron Guidry's strikeout record this year, which was amazing. Judge with the home run record. There's a lot of good energy going on with the New York Yankees right now. They're a team. It hasn't always been the Aaron Judge show as of late, which is good to see. Because you know, come playoff time, the game's on the line. They're going to give this many fingers to number 99 and walk his ass right to first base. Yep. So somebody else is going to have to get it done behind him. But I got the Yankees in that one. And I'll, t- I'll take the Yanks in four regardless of who it is. Uh, let me ask you this. Does Judge still continue to, to hit leadoff? You know what? That's a, that's a good question. I don't know. I, we've got such an amazing uh, team 
uh, as well as so much information coming in down into that locker room. It's either one or two, mm. one, of, one, of, one or the other. Now, if you're leading him off, he's going to get a couple more ABs, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you're trying to get because anytime that man makes contact, mm. it seems like it's 15 rows deep. Yeah, and it's a lot. I think it's a lot. You, you see it with Ronald Acuna as well. For There's some psychological factor to walking a leadoff guy, not, not because of his speed and stealing bases, just because you're going into the heart of the order now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that, and especially in the playoffs, that's going to have to give – the opposing manager some pause before he just decides to put him on in front of you know Rizzo, especially at Yankee Stadium where the right field porch is like twelve feet away. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Swish knows it well. Uh, you know it, baby. <laughs> nobody knows Party's it better out than front, you. Kid. Party's out <laughs> who do you got in that Yankees series? Um, yeah, regardless of who it is, the Yankees are going to win that series. Okay. Um, I, I think the team, honestly, I think the team that would give them more trouble is Cleveland, though. Yeah, because they played Tampa Bay what nineteen times? I guess that you played your division opponents nineteen times in a year. They've seen all of those pitchers probably multiple times. I, I don't know how much they've seen Cleveland, but it's far less, and that's the only real factor that that I'm putting into that. Tougher road games too, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, in Cleveland I mean, than Tam- in Tampa. Tampa, do they even sell out their fucking playoff games? <laughs> barely, barely. It's There's rare. a lot of giveaways down there at Publix. You know, come in and buy a pub sub, get a ticket to a playoff game. <laughs> That's kind of the way it is in Tampa. Sorry. Sorry, Tampa fans. It ain't even Tampa. It's St. Pete, fellas. Yeah, yes, Pete, exactly. You can, exactly. You can kind of see it from Tampa, though. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. If you stand on that one highway, you can kind of see St. Pete in the distance yeah, down there. Yeah, on the causeway. Yeah, on the causeway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you hold up a crack pipe, uh, you, can, you can see a rainbow, and it's, it's the stadium in the background. Bob, who do you got against the, the Yankees? Yeah, I think the Yankees are probably going to advance from this round. Uh yeah, I, neither of these teams are like super inspiring to me. I like Cleveland, but yeah, I think the Yankees are have it easy. I agree. Uh, I've got the Yankees moving on as well. Uh, Tampa's almost a home away from home. I've got Tampa in there because that's where they uh, have all their spring games and all that stuff. So, you know, at least Steinbrenner's got a house down there and he can be happy during that playoff series. And that's really all that matters. Oh, um, yeah, brother. That's where I am now, too. So I'm hoping it's right there. <laughs> right now, and I'll be there. I've got Tampa against the Yankees and I've got the Yankees moving on. Uh, on the, the rest of that side of the bracket, let's say it is uh, the Blue Jays moving on. Yeah. Um, uh, who would you have in that series there? I, I, I think anyone that's playing the Houston Astros right now, yep. the best team in the American League. Uh, I've got, once again, another matchup, Yankees um, Yankees and the Houston Astros in the ALCS, baby. It's going to okay. be a fun one to watch. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Um, Man, this season for Verlander feels like that 41 age season for Nolan Ryan when he went to the uh, Texas Rangers. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And he came out, it was like, they just gave this dude like fucking $20 million. What the hell are they, these guys like a 65 years old yeah. and he comes out, throws a fucking no hitter against the blue Jays who, by the way, went on to win the world series the following year and the year after that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and strikes out 300 people again at 40 plus years old. Yep. Verlander looks like the best pitcher in baseball to me right now. And they, 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 I think they made a good decision to put him on the IL for some fake injury, probably, <laughs> right? So he could get two weeks off and then come back for a week and a half before the season was over, get a couple more starts in, and he's he's looking really good. Framber Valdez looks extremely good. Yeah, uh, those two guys uh, anchoring your team like that, and then Presley is actually healthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of the closers out there aren't healthy right now. Presley's healthy, so I think. I, I even without all that fucking bullshit, it's hard to bet against the Astros. They're a 
like he like Swish says, battle tested. Every right. single dude on this fucking roster has been in a World Series. Mm-hmm. So so Bob, uh, let's say it is Yankees versus Astros. Who do you got there to go to the World Series? I mean, I think this is the Astros. The, the American League's the Astros to lose. Mm. They're the best team in the American League. I the Yankees are really good, but I think the Astros are head and shoulders above the Yankees. I mean, it's going to come down to execution and and how many home runs the Yankees hit. To okay. be honest, yeah. Um, any grudge that's still being held from uh, from the the series where they were banging on the trash can swish uh, always, for the Yankees? Always, bro. <laughs> There's always going to be a grudge from that, man. I think a lot of fans still can't let that go. Uh, but anytime you match the Yankees and Astros come playoff time, I mean, it's always going to be intense for sure. It's going to be a blast. We're obviously here in Texas. We'll we'll go down to Houston and watch that series. Uh, do you have the Yankees over Houston then? Yeah, I tell you what, I mean, I'm along with you guys. I think that Houston Astros are the best team in the American League, but just because they're the best team doesn't mean they're going to win. So I think there's going to be some divine intervention from above (laughs) and the New York Yankees pull it off, bro, in seven. In seven. To the 2022 World Series, bro. (laughs) That's what I I love it. That's what I want to happen. Same here. Because the Braves need fucking like two – World Series worth of payback at this point. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, I was there in '96. Like going, I was at the World Series going in up two zero, and then fucking getting your shit pushed in, and then come on. Man. I was at the game where Glavin <laughs> was up two zero in the sixth inning, and then Leiritz hit that bomb, and <laughs> uh, and then we lost it. I was physically there. Yeah, if Jim Leiritz walked into this room right now. I'd punch him right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <he went. laughs> sure would. Or Mark Wollers, I'd punch him in his fucking face too. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> or Bobby Cox, I'd slap the shit out of Bobby Cox, dude, for that game. Um, but I'm with you. I, I'm actually going to go Yankees on this one. I think the magic, the magic is there. I'm tired of the Astros. I hate that whole team. Uh, Verlander's injury, just put him on there as a Kate Upton injury in the pelvis region. Like, that's fine. You can say that. Because uh, he's got the hottest wife in baseball. I, it, it's fine. Yes, he's having the best season there is. I think there's something magical going on with the Yankees this year. And nothing would make me happier, uh, Fox happier, the ratings happier, than seeing so the true. Yankees beat the Astros yeah. to go to the World Series. It would be Amazing, uh, and I hope it happens. Uh, let's switch over to the National League. Uh, the Braves series, uh, according to some of us, could be uh, you know down to uh, the Padres, Mets, Phillies, Cardinals. Uh, I've got the Braves moving on regardless. How about you, Swish? I, I tell you what, I want to see the Mets and the Braves again. Mm-hmm. There were some quotes. I think it might have been by maybe Seth Lugo, maybe. Uh, was saying that we think they're a better team than them and we'll show them again in the playoffs when we see them. So I'm really interested because that bulletin board shit right there, you know? Yeah. So I think with everything that's been going on, listen, I, 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 I really agree with you guys a lot. Max Scherzer is, has to be humongous. Like you said, DeGrom hasn't been great. He's got to be tremendous. But I'm telling you, I was at that game, man, Friday night, Braves versus the Mets. At truest part, bro, and I'm telling you, man, the atmosphere was electric when they turn off all the lights and everybody gets their phones Mm -hmm. and they're chopping with their phones. I got goosebumps (laughs) all over the place, bro. I got the Bravos winning this regardless of who it is. I think right now they got the right juge. If you look at their coaching staff, every single one of their coaches has has major league experience. Mm -hmm. It's so awesome to see. Snicker has been absolutely amazing. The guy's only got, I mean, 50 years in the game he yeah. deserves another world series bro for sure so i i got the bravos moving through on this one 
Uh, D'Anthony, this is, look, this is obviously going to be some bias here. You guys uh, both host Tomahawked, uh, the show all about the Atlanta Braves. We're all diehard Atlanta Braves fans. Uh, what makes this team more special than last year's team? Um, well, aside from Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna and Spencer Strider, right, uh, and, and you're missing you're missing Albies, uh, unfortunately, but aside from those three guys, it's the bullpen – going into this postseason we're sure about i don't think we were necessarily sure about last year's bullpen. oh uh, i mean no will smith was our closer we were like dude i just fucking hold on man and he did he <laughs> pitched brilliantly but going into that it was just like oh my god we're so fucked like we're yeah. we're gonna lose games because but of this guy it's different this year so the braves can can reduce a game to a five inning game they only need five innings out of their starters mm-hmm. because they have uh, Tyler Nutsack, they have Colin McHugh, who's been fucking elite this year, AJ Mentor, and Rizal Iglesias, Iglesias before you even get to the fucking closer. Mm-hmm. Like, you can take three to four innings out of every single game that they play, regardless of who's starting. And, by the way, their starting pitchers are Max Freed, uh, who's elite, uh, uh, Kyle Wright, who won 21 games this year, Spencer Strider, who is goddamn unhittable. Yep. Right? And then you have Oda Rizzi, who has experience coming into long relief right out of the pen for the Astros back in the day and World Series and the Championship Series. And, uh, and you've got Char- Charlie Morton, who's done the same, actually. Yep. So for the same team, as a matter of fact, just before uh, Oda Rizzi did it. Forget about the lineup. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't forget about it because they, I think they were second home runs. They, they, they this, had like 240-something home runs yeah, this, this year. Yeah. This, yeah. this team is extremely good offensively and defensively. Um, but... Not just the quality of the pitching staff, but the makeup and how you can structure that to fucking carve games down to five or six innings. You don't, you, there's not a whole lot of window to beat these guys. And then and even if you do carry a lead past the fifth or sixth inning, they've won like 40 games this year after trailing by seven innings, or trailing after seven innings. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just part of their makeup. Uh, Michael Harris, the rookie, he's hitting like 400 after the seventh inning. Yep. Stuff like that. I don't see anybody being a problem for him. Okay, Bob, uh, who's the player to watch for for the Braves uh, that's most important for them repeating this year? Uh, you know, it, honestly, the player I'm, I'm most concerned about right now is Spencer Strider, mm-hmm. making sure he actually plays because he's been on the injured list for the last 15 days. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess you could say it really, I mean, it really all just starts and ends with Max Freed. Yeah. The number one, the number one starter. Like you got win game one. You know yeah. what I mean? I the lineup because the lineup is so deep and and I think like one through three, uh, four through six, and eight through nine all hit like almost the exact same number of home runs. Mm. You, like out of those three slots <laughs> in the lineup, so anybody could step up in the lineup. But they're not. It's it all. It all starts with Max Reed. Why did Freed lose so many bad games uh, against teams he shouldn't have this year, and then win the bigger games? Um, I, what's the deal with that? I don't know. It's baseball. It's weird. He's a great. He's a brilliant pitcher. He and he already. He's already like. There's nothing left for him to do. I guess except like win a Cy Young. Like he came out in Game Six of the World Series last year. Did exactly what he needed to do. Pitched well in the playoffs. Uh, that game and in, in sometimes he just gets kind of dinked and dunked to death because mm. he's a really uh, what his big thing as a pitcher like his big strength is is shitty contact mm-hmm. like he'll strike he can strike anybody out but he's kind of a contact pitcher de- induces a lot of shitty contact and like in game two the w- World Series game we were at last mm. year he just like they were just beating the shift left and right you know just squibbing balls through on the other side of the infield that type of thing. I'm not worried about Max Freed, but you know, it's just he's got to. We got to win game one, win game ones, and that's that's how you win. Yeah, obviously, I've got the Braves in this one. Uh, not just being a Homer fan, uh, but I think they're genuinely 
better than the Padres and the Mets. Obviously, if it's the Mets, we swept last weekend. Uh, I think that's fine. Uh, this will be a four-game series. Uh, yeah. I, well, it's not going to be the Mets. It'll be the uh, Padres, the, you think? No, it'll be the Phillies or the Cardinals. Oh, the Phillies or the Cardinals. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but, but either one either one of those teams would be fine. I'm not, yeah. The only thing wait, I would no, I, I would worry nobody's about. Worried about uh, no one's worried about Kenley at all? Yeah. Back into the bullpen? Nobody? Uh, he's I worry about better. it every time. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not super thrilled with how he pitched uh, up until the last week. He was great against the Mets. Well, actually, Last game one weeks. against the Mets, he was not that great. The game you were at, I guess. Uh, game two and three, lights out. Yeah, uh, he's gotten better, and he was he was lights out against the Marlins, but he was lights out against the Marlins, I believe, the other day as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's looked a lot better the last couple of days. Maybe he'll step up, but yeah, we I mean we've been bitching about Kenley Jansen for a month on the <laughs> show. But the last thirty days, he's got one bad game and 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 ten good ones, ten saves. Um, one blown save and a loss, one ninety eight ERA. It's he he's the guy he's like a hockey goalie. When he's hot, he's you can't fucking hit him. And when he sucks, you just gotta not play him. Yeah. And that's the, the good news for the Braves is that they can move Iglesias into that closer spot and, and throw Kenley Jansen uh, out into the ocean if they need to. Right, like right. They, don't, they don't necessarily need him to win. Yeah, and I, I don't think the Phillies or the Cardinals have the talent uh, to, to match up with the Braves, and it, it might be a sweep, uh, maybe 4-1, mm. somewhere in there, if, if the Braves are uh, playing as good as they did against the Mets last weekend. Uh, so I've got the Braves moving on. Now to the Dodgers, uh, Nick. The Dodgers won 190 games, it feels like, this year. Uh, It was hard to turn on the TV and see them lose. I I, I just didn't see it this year. Uh, They'll be going up against the Padres uh, or the Mets in this one. Who do you got against the Dodgers? Nobody's going to beat the Dodgers until the World Series, right? Uh, I feel like they're just one of those teams, and and they have such a leader in Doc Roberts. He knows exactly what he's doing. I was able to do a couple games for Peacock this year and was able to go in the locker room. And there's such a comfortable atmosphere in that locker room. I mean, when you're rolling out the top three guys, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman, I mean, those guys are like three MVP candidates, right? And those are your first three hitters in the lineup. I mean, listen, Cody Bellinger, he didn't do a whole lot. You know, he's an ex-MVP, but to be able to see what they're able to do as a lineup, it's so impressive. So for myself, I mean, yes, I got the Dodgers moving through that. That could be a sweep as well. The only reason it wouldn't be is because they're knocking a little dust off from five, six days off. Yeah. Uh, what about you, D'Anthony? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be knocking dust off and, and facing. I mean, the, the good news for the Dodgers is that particularly if the Mets win, um, the ground will pitch game two, I imagine, in the fucking uh, wild card round. So mm-hmm. once they get to the divisional series, he's like, you're going to see Scherzer. You're probably going to see Bassett first and then maybe Scherzer in game two, but probably not Scherzer until game three, I would imagine, right, Bob? I mean, it's, uh, I, I Yeah, the way it'll shake out, that yeah, sounds I right. I don't know yeah. how those dates work. So it's definitely in, in – like, I don't, I don't think the Padres will beat the Mets, but it's definitely in, in the Dodgers' favor that you're probably only going to see Scherzer and, uh, and DeGrom once in this series. That said, I hope the Mets win. Because not that I dislike the Dodgers. Actually, either way for the Braves, it kind of works out. But I hope the Mets win because what I really want to do as a lifelong Braves fan is see the Mets 
driven into the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what is, what, remember that Conan the Barbarian quote, what's best in life? Yes. Yeah. To see your enemies driven before you and hear the lamentations of their women. That's what I want to fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess in a, in a way, it would be fine with the Dodgers as well. Like, cause Freddie Freeman's over there now and, and we just whipped the fuck out. I mean, that series last year wasn't even close. Yeah. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not sure this year's Dodgers team is better to be honest. I mean, the pitching staff is definitely not better because they don't have Max Scherzer on it, right? So sure. we'll see. Either way, it works out, but I would love to just crush the Mets. Yeah. That would be, that would be really amazing. That'd be the fun. amazing Mets. That'd be fun. What about you, Bob? Who do you got? Well, I have the Padres advancing, not the Mets, and I kind of hope that... I mean, actually, either way, it'd be an incredible series, but the Padres and Dodgers low-key fucking hate each oh, other. Oh, yeah, I agree. So, I, and that's what I want as well. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. a decent chance that Manny Machado fights somebody. Yes. If, if yeah. that series And that's happens. what I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm... I I think the Dodgers uh, advance, but I think no matter who they play, it's going to be like pretty hard fought. I don't love the depth on this Dodgers team. I guess as compared to like previous Dodgers teams, yeah. mm-hmm. like the the I guess like 2018, 2017 days when like Jock Peterson's coming off the bench and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I mean now now you've got. I mean, look, don't sleep on Joey Gallo, right? Yeah, yeah. he's he's on their bench now, but you have, um, you know. Chris Taylor's going to start. He's a day-to-day player now, so mm-hmm. he's not a wild card on your team anymore. Uh, like he said, Bellinger's not been good this year. Max Muncy's not been good like he was last year. I don't know. Muncy's come around. Muncy's had a, a decent like last two months. Um, but yeah, I just don't like it up. And also, dude, like he's a Hall of Famer, but uh, Clayton Kershaw's had basically like one, two good postseasons out of like eleven that he's mm-hmm. played in. I, and he hasn't. He didn't even pitch last year in the postseason. I st- and he's going to be their number one, right? He's yeah. going to be their. But he only pitched twenty two games this year. Yeah, so right? we'll, I'm so interested the, to the, see the year that he had the most success was the COVID year, and and he only pitched what like twelve games or some shit. I don't remember what it was. It was yeah. a sixty game season. So I think maybe he might be all right. And then Gonsolin has come back, and he's. Like from injury and shit, and he looks pretty good again. Yeah. They've got a good rotation. They have a good rotation, but not what I would consider like a scary rotation, no, not a at dominant all. rotation. And it's the, the other part other than Urias, Urias is insane. Yeah, well, the other part of it is to your point about depth is is Urias. What two years ago was, and, and I believe Gonsolin as well was a long relief bullpen guy. Yeah, that they were bringing in as a fucking kind of a wild card thing. Now all they're they're very top heavy in their pitching staff because Craig Kemble couldn't keep the job of closer all they don't have a closer Mm -hmm. and chris martin is like he's not i mean look the braves the braves did it without a real closer last year and just a bullpen by committee kind of situation but uh, i don't know maybe kimbrell gets up because it's his ex-team yeah and just start i mean he throw gas still so who knows what were you saying there was a there was a a long mm, out of you swish yeah yeah you know i mean you know chris martin he ain't the guy gonna be shutting games down you know i mean you're you're definitely that's definitely something that you're gonna have to address uh obviously shutting down games in the playoffs is one of the Mm. hardest things to do uh but i mean just i mean listen Joey Gallo, bro, for all the mm. shit that he went through in New York, something great's going to happen for him this yeah. postseason, bro. Something <laughs> great. He's going to hit a big home run. He's going to strike out for sure. Yeah. But I hope he does something great. I just hope it's not in the World Series against, you know, who I think's going to the World Series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. He's uh, the, yeah, I think Gallo is – I feel the same way. Even Trace Thompson has been pretty good off the bench the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay's little brother. Yep. Or older. I actually don't know. I think he's younger. Uh, but, yeah, it's – there's just no no depth except for Joey Gallo, and that gives me 
Um, well, also too, they're doing it without Walker Bueller all season. Long yeah, too, yeah. Which is, now, <clears throat> yeah. if Walker Bueller was in that rotation, yes. now we're talking about something real nasty. Yeah, like yeah. Uh-huh. Gonsolin had a breakout season, but you're missing Scherzer and Bueller from last year. Well, and Dustin May too Dustin came May back and the then mid, had to yeah. go again. I just if they lose the Urias game, they're fucked. Yeah. I you cannot lose the game. Julio Urias starts, I think. And the unfortunate thing for the Dodgers, although they have two elite left-handed pitchers, is that the teams they're going to battle in the in the postseason primarily, like the Braves and the Yankees and Astros and the in the American League, whoever gets to the World Series, if that happens, fucking destroy left-handed pitching. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, for me, I've got uh, Padres versus Dodgers. Uh, not only do they hate each other, but it's going to be uh, the same fans virtually. You're going to see a lot of jean shorts, a lot of wife beaters, and a lot of face tattoos mm. going back and forth. You're going to see the cleanest, whitest sneakers you've ever seen on both both fan bases in the stands. And there's probably going to be some fights in the parking lot. Security is going to have to be added for that. And I love that type of shit. Uh, yes, I could see Machado storming the mound, mm. uh, maybe in a game seven when they're down 5-0 and then just going for broke saying, look, I'll join Tatis for the 40 games next yeah. year. Who yeah. cares, right? Um, but the Dodgers are too good in this one. I've got them uh, moving on against the Braves. Uh, Dodgers versus Braves, then. Who do you got, Swish? Hey, man, I-, I hate to burst your bubble, man. I've been riding that tomahawk trade for a hot minute now. <laughs> the trade ends here. I think the Dodgers move on to the World Series. I think they've got an absolutely tremendous roster. Uh, you know, listen, uh, obviously with not those two starting pitchers we were talking about with, uh, you know, Bert, uh, Walker Bueller, as well as, you know, Max Scherzer not having those guys there. But listen, this team knows how to win. You don't win that many games all season long uh, and not to be ready to play in the postseason. And I think they have something that most teams don't, and that's a lot of experience. So I think I'm going to take the uh, Dodgers over the Braves. Listen, it may go six, it may go seven. It'll be a great series to watch. Talking about two of the best teams in the National League, but I get the Dodgers <laughs> moving on to the World Series. Okay. Danton, who you got? Uh, Braves in five. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, great. I think they are deep inside the head and ass of the Dodgers, to be honest. <laughs> and, and you know, people are paying a lot of attention to the, the win total for the Dodgers this year, but go look at their divisional splits. It's not like they, they didn't play bad against any division. But like the vast majority of their fucking dominance is in the NL West, which is a shitty division. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like the Rockies and the Giants suck this year. Yeah, especially towards the end. You're you're done with that. And, Braves in five. And, Braves move on to the World Series and the Diamondbacks. It's not to say that the Dodgers don't have the talent, but it, this Dodgers team reminds me of that last Warriors team before KD left, where it was like one injury and the whole fucking thing is over. Yeah, they're you know kind of I mean? thin. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you. Who do you got, Bob? Yeah, I, I don't like that. I just don't like the Dodgers depth. And, and this is like in so many years past, their rotation was terrifying. Even uh, Kershaw was always there, but there's always, there's always other dudes. And I don't know. I'm just not afraid of this. Like, I'm not afraid of Kershaw in the playoffs. Urias, I am, of course, afraid of. But then Anderson, Gonsolin, Heaney, these are guys that have had great seasons, but, like, they're not scary to me. And there's, yeah, the depth isn't there. Even in the lineup, like, Freeman, Turner, and Betts, awesome. Insane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Will Smith, right? Justin Turner's a 1,000 years old. Uh, Muncie, who knows what you're going to get. Bellinger, I, I, he's not Cody Bellinger anymore. They just... They've just gotten thinner every year. 
I don't trust it. And now the Braves aren't even afraid of him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, my only concern with this game is if, uh, or this series, is if Turner ends up having COVID. Because uh, he played great with it, stayed on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> if he's got COVID, they're probably going to win. Uh, so I'm sure he's going to be going uh, into uh, K-Town so last, down in L.A., been there many times, and try to pick up what he can pick I made, up. I made this point when we did the season prediction show before, before the year started about Turner specifically. His OPS has gone down by 20 to 30 points every year for like four or five years in a row now. You know what I mean? Same, but the good news about Bellinger is no matter how much he's sucking, he still plays hard. And so he plays great in the playoffs. He's going to play. He, well, we'll see. He, he wasn't great last year. He plays great defense. Yeah, yeah. But he's going to play great defense. He's going to hustle. Uh, you know what I mean? And he's, he just keeps a positive attitude in the clubhouse. But again, back to the depth thing. Even Urias last year against the Braves in the playoffs, he got fucking rocked. In six innings, he gave up seven runs. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the best left-handed pitchers in baseball. Yep. So they just don't care about that shit. They're not afraid of this team anymore. That dynamic doesn't tell me that the fucking Dodgers are going to win. Yeah, I've got Braves in six in this one. Uh, I think they drop one in L.A., uh, maybe two, and then they, they end up wrapping it up in six and move on to the World Series. Uh, now, Swish, you on the other side, you've got Dodgers versus Yankees. Who wins Dodgers versus Yankees in the World Series? East Coast, West Coast, Tupac versus Biggie, bro. Here's what I think happens. Game six, right, in the Bronx, Jay-Z, Beyonce show up, blow the roof off the place, Yanks take it home in six, bro, right? That's, <laughs> I think that's where we're at. Listen, there's there's so much goodness going on right now. Aaron Boone has 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 done so much during the regular season. This is the last thing that he needs to really put himself over the top as one of the better Yankee managers. He's had absolutely tremendous success. 13 years to the day, they break the curse, right? 13 years, Yankees (laughs) haven't won a World Series. That's a long time around here. So, I mean, listen, you never know what's going to happen, but obviously my heart and my mind thinks that the Yankees have what it takes to get it done. Uh, You know, I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to happen at the back end of the bullpen. Uh, a couple guys are down right now. We got a couple guys that are beat up. Uh, but like I said, hopefully these next four or five days, get guys back, ready to go, and, and take this thing all the way to get. Now, you know what? Let's do game seven. Fuck it, bro. Game seven. <laughs> Everybody wants to play in a game seven. East Coast, West Coast. The networks are going crazy. Yeah. Everybody's making so much fucking money. It's so perfect, dude. <laughs> they, I'm, t- I'm taking the Yankees in seven. Let's get it. They put a piano at home plate, invite Alicia Keys out, singing I'm from New York. <laughs> you know it, right? Place erupts. Uh, it, it, it'd be magic. Ratings would be through the roof. Baseball uh, would certainly be happy about that. D'Anthony, though, you've got the Braves. Uh, against the Astros, who wins that one? Uh, Braves in six again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Verlander is going to give them some problems, particularly if he's sharp and, well, he, I believe he's well-rested. But they hit Framber Valdez, their number two guy, who's been one of the more dominant lefties in baseball. Again, they fucking destroyed his ass in the playoffs last year. They are not afraid of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and who is the other guy? I guess McCullers uh, is back. McCullers is back. They didn't see him last year, and Christian Javier is having a good year, but Luis Garcia, they fucked his ass up too, right? So this, I think the pitching for the Astros is better this year than it was last year. I mean, Verlander, Quite a bit, yeah. Verlander's healthy. Javier's there. McCullers is back. But, and Ryan Presley's pretty good in the bullpen. Like mm-hmm. he's, I, I wouldn't say he's uh, one of the best, but he's probably – well, maybe he's sec- he, I think he's, he's a second tier closer behind like yeah, Diaz and Cla- he, Classe. Or whatever. Yeah, he's probably like top ten. Yeah, in close. So they, they've got a good squad. Um, but I, you know, again, and look, they've got a reason to fight back now. It's not like uh, you know the past. 
several years. The Astros have been a hated team. They've been a chased team because mm-hmm. they've been, you know, they've won a World Series and a lot of these other teams haven't. But now the Braves are out front. And if they make it to the World Series, the Braves are the, the front runner, right? Well, they so. know how to win, uh, too, this year with these young guys. And I think that's important. Bob, who do you have? Wait, but I hope it's the Yankees. Oh, okay. And I hope that it's Braves sweep the Yankees. and then <laughs> Redemption for the 90s? And then, yeah. they, then yeah. they, they just... Uh, con- Mark Wallers comes back and yeah. gives Wallers a big yeah. hug yeah. right there on and, the show. And then they, con- they contract the Yankees. End the team permanently yep. on a loss in the World Series to the Braves. That's why. Sure, they get John Rocker. <laughs> yeah, well, well, back on the subway. Maybe there. not John. Rocker. Yeah, we don't need Rocker. Yeah. Uh, what happens is so Bobby Cox is pretty ill. So we beat mm. the Yankees in the World Series. Then he disappears like Yoda off of his hospital bed, or mm. like Ray Liotta into the cornfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I have Astros in it against the Braves. Although I am with Dan, I would prefer mm. to get the Yankees monkey off of my like just exercise that childhood demon sure um but yeah man i i the that it's really weird the astros lineup is a little worse than it was last year pitching's better but though. the pitching's way yeah. better uh so but, i think it i think the main thing that the braves will have to their advantage is uh I think that that ALCS is going to be brutal. Yeah, whoever true. whoever comes out, that ALCS is going to be a fucking battle. And I think the Braves probably do win in like five or six in the NLCS. So they're a little more well rested. They're able to line up their rotation the way that uh, Houston won't be, which is which will be huge. And uh, yeah, it'll. I think this this will probably also go like six, maybe seven games. Yeah. Um, really hard fought no big leads like last year the braves never trailed in a series except for the after game one of the ds Mm -hmm. last year i don't think that's going to happen again this year i think this is going to be a hard fought back and forth series probably braves in seven just because there's better depth okay so i've got i've I've got the braves in the world series here but uh i have a different answer uh for the winner of this um for uh for a personal reason nick was in the hospital last year was in a coma Uh, The day before the World Series started, I didn't get out of the coma uh, for about 11, 12 days. Now, when I did, my wife walked in and she said, hey, you're not going to believe this, but the Braves won the World Series. I called her a fucking liar in the hospital. I didn't get to see not one single pitch of that entire series. Bob, when I came back to the office, was actually the one who showed me the first highlights. I hadn't even seen any of the highlights of the Braves winning the World Series took me a long time to believe that it actually happened. I was also at the Falcons-Patriots game where they lost 28-3. I was at that diehard Atlanta fan. I think now that I'm healthy, God doesn't want me to see Atlanta win a title yeah. at all. Shoot so it, shoot no it. matter who the well, Braves are playing, don't. they're going to lose, and it's going to be a nice fuck you. Ross, you'll never get to see it happen don't just uh, ass- again in person. Don't just assume that we aren't going to put you back in a fucking coma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be selfish. Yeah. If we have to. Like, it's bottom of the night. It's game. only 11 days. It's only 11 days you got that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep you on a ketamine drip for like 11 yeah, days. Yeah. So I don't think, I, no matter who it is, Yankees, Astros against the Braves, uh, I think God doesn't want me to see it happen. Matter of fact, I think I'll probably be there at the game they lose, and it'll be like Lieutenant Dan on New Year's Eve. The confetti oh. will come down in my head, and I'll just be sitting there in a wheelchair in a corner of the stadium watching whoever it is dance on my grave and i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna stress about it i'm not because i know what's gonna happen to be 
honest, that, that visual would almost be worth losing the series. For me. <laughs> yeah, seeing Just you miserable sad like that. Lieutenant yeah. Dan. In the corner of the chop house, bro. You got it. Oh, <laughs> boy. It. Before we get out of here, you just signed a new deal with Podcast One. You got your own podcast there. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, I'm really, really excited, man. Podcast One has been absolutely fantastic. A very original name, The Nick Swisher Show. I had no <laughs> idea what to call it. I figured I could do whatever I wanted with it at that moment right there. But listen, man, I'm trying to show a different side of myself. Everybody understands the sports side of me. So this time it's more of the curiosity in my brain, which there's a lot of stuff going on up there. So I'm really, really excited. It's more about, you know, interviewing just awesome people, successful people and trying to figure out their process. I feel like we've got a younger generation now that is so used to the instant gratification of everything in this world. And then when they struggle with things, they have no process to go back on. So for myself, being able to interview all these amazing people from businessmen to athletes to psychologists, the whole nine, I'm really, really excited to give people an understanding of how we should be process driven and not outcome driven. So I'm really, really excited, man. This is a whole different ball game for me. I don't have the setup that you guys have. I will get there eventually. <laughs> I'm just starting off. You know, it should be a lot of fun, uh, but I'm really, really excited, man. Can I ask you for one guest uh, in particular that I would love to see you interview or just hear an interview of him? Ricky Henderson is my all-time favorite player of all time. There's been endless Ricky Henderson stories forever. Uh, we've had, between all the shows we've done, I've, I've done close to 3,000 episodes. That's the one guest that I've never gotten on, and our publicist said he does not do interviews Forget it. Any shot you could get Ricky Henderson on your show. You know what? I'm going for it, bro. I'm going to take my shot. I'm going for it. Although I do have a good Ricky story. It was my first year. And me, uh, Dave Stewart, myself, and Ricky Henderson were all in Oakland around the holidays giving out presents and signing autographs for all the kids. We're sitting next to each other for about an hour and a half signing autographs. Literally, me, Ricky, and Dave Stewart. Like, we're all right next to each other. We can smell each other's breath. We're that close to each <laughs> other. After the autograph signing is done, I grab a Dave Stewart card. I grab a Ricky Henderson card. I go straight to Stewart. I'm like, yo, Mr. Stewart, do you mind signing this card for me? And, you know, he got that real high voice. He's like, yes, wish no problem, man. Yeah. So he signs it for me. I go over to Ricky, and I'm like, yo, Ricky, hey, do you mind signing this card for me, man? I'm a big fan. He goes, yeah, 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 kid, no problem. What's your name? And I like, Hi, damn, Ricky. I'm sitting next to you for like an hour and a half, bro. You still don't know my name? But, hey, Ricky's in his own world. Oh, if yeah. I could get a hold of Ricky Henderson, that would be one of the best interviews ever. Hell, yeah, it would. Because ever. As, as out there in the world as he is, his process he had on the baseball field was absolutely tremendous, especially running bases. That cat knew the amount of steps he was going to take. If he got to that number, he knew he was going to steal the bag. So for him, we're talking about one of the greatest baseball players that ever played the game uh, and definitely one of the better personalities we've had in the game for sure. Absolutely. You Look, know, I have no doubt you're going to be massively successful. Mm -hmm. uh, you're unbelievably electric. You're one of our favorite guests. Athletes are the hardest to interview, um, but you bring the you bring the heat every single time. <laughs> I know you got to get out of here and you're a busy guy. We appreciate your time today. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at your boy Swish, Twitter at Nick Swisher. 
And then a podcast one, baby, the Nick Swisher show, hopefully launching here in a couple weeks. But I also want to give you guys some props. Fucking love you guys, man. It's so easy to come on this show, have a blast. You set me up for success every time I've been on this show. Can't thank you enough for that because not everybody interviews the way you guys do. So I really appreciate y'all's process and thanks for having me on again. Hey, we appreciate it. And if you're out there and you love the drinking bros, download the Nick Swisher show on all platforms, wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Thanks for letting me join today, boys. For Nick Swisher, D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, Hot Bob, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Major League Baseball Preview Show for the playoffs. Let's go. Good night, everyone.